with Adrianosaurus, the coach of Rapanorama for super coach purposes. It's the first week of head-to-head finals. We're in the final sort of weeks of super coach. It's an exciting time of year. Uh, if you're like me, you ride the gamut of emotions over um, first week of head-to-head finals. I'm in a lot of cashies. Um, so I will, and, and you're in head-to-head finals, even if you're not a cashies player and you want to win them. Um, I've had a, some successes and I've had some fails. It looks like this week I'm going to be eliminated. Only one uh, comp. I've lost a couple. I'm winning seven out of ten of my leagues. The Two of the, the ones I'm losing, I get a second bite at the cherry thanks to finishing top four, which is great. But it looks like I'm going to go down. Unfortunately, in a $100 buy-in, the Supercoach Experience head-to-head, I've finished this week um, with a pretty tidy score, 1,439, which I'm happy with. Um, you know, not overly happy. I'd love a 1,500. <laughs> I'd love a 1,550. And a lot of things didn't go right for me in the round. But um, I'm up against a bloke, 1,454. He's had a good round. I don't think updates are going to get me there, um, unfortunately. So I will be eliminated from one of my leagues, and I'll I'll get a week off in a, in a bunch of them as well for winning my head-to-head, um, being a top-four finisher, and some of them I get a second bite at the cherry. So I'm still alive, which is, is good. Um, and look, the score, 1,439, I'm pretty happy with. I looped Munster. Um, he did. I figured he'd probably update to around 150, and he sort of did. You know, close to that. 140 to get 147. There was actually some high captains in the round that did well. We'll go over that sort of stuff. We'll obviously do the good, bad, and ugly. And I've opened it up to the socials to answer some questions. I've picked good ones that I like out of there. Um, to, to finish off the show, but it's an important time of the year. We'll go over the talking points of the round because there is some news in there as well that we've probably got to cover uh and uh, you know, we'll get cracking uh, we'll start it off with the news of the round look what do i think par is for the week i think i'm in some super strong leagues i think that my 1439 is probably par t- a tick above par i think par will probably be around i don't know 1380 to 1400 probably this week based on my seven out of ten in leagues um, it was a game this week of captains. We know that there was two captains that went absolutely large. Um, that was Trell and Munster, Mad Dog. They both had sensational rounds. Um, I looped in uh, Munster. I had a pretty good bench and I figured, you know, maybe I'm on for a 50 AE. I ended up getting um, Polo, I think it was, with 36 points. I had a few 36s in there, actually, which is a bit disappointing. But, um, look, they were the big captain and scores of the week, 152 for Trell, 147 for Munster. There were some other good captains in there. Hines had a very juicy update. He was 5.3%. Uh, oh, no, sorry, Hines, where are you? He was 16.4% captain, uh, up to 112 for him, um, which is in the ballpark, I think. 9.6% smart coaches with uh, Trell. I thought he was going to go large in this game. Um, Munster, 8.9%, but obviously that being an earlier game, people looped, and I was one of them. Teddy was uh, 8.5%, um, 99, which is not the worst. You'd normally take that as a captain, but when you've got a couple of 150s in there, it probably feels like 
like he didn't have a success. Manu, um, 4.4%. I think that's pretty brazen to just go in and captain hard out like that. Um, and, you know, with Teddy and Manu, but Manu, he was bound to have an off game, and he did. 48 points. Um, IPAP was 3% captain. He he finished on 61, so now we're getting to... Um, you know, unfortunate areas. I don't know why you'd captain IPAP. Maybe that's um, ghost teams or something, I'd imagine. Um, Cook, 1.9% captain, uh, updated nicely to 94 as well. But there were the two clear standouts, and I think that they'll make a difference uh, in people's week. You know, I think if you got onto one of those two, you should be looking pretty nice. In my case, um, because I obviously own Luttrell, and I, I, do, um, I did captain you know, via a loop, Munster, um, you know, I was in good shape. This week it was a bit of, I got absolutely enormous scores or I got complete rubbish scores. Harry Grant, 97, late 104. I got a 45 from a horrible Homoli. 36 from Toll, 36 from Targo is who I ended up getting as my AE. Um, I got a 48 from Manu, like everyone else. Uh, 57 from Dave F- Lazy for feeder. Um, 46 from Molotalo. 25 from Talakai. You know, and then outside of that, I had Lane for a, a, a ton. I had Harry Grant for a 97. I had Tedesco for a 99. 74 out of Garrick was good. 152 from Luttrell. 112 from Hines. 97 out of Drinkwater. So I was either, I was, my week was an, a, a, a perfect example of rocks or diamonds. Um, and, you know, players like Manu hugely owned and played in teams. So it doesn't hurt you as much. Um, but playing somebody like, um, choosing to play somebody like Talakai this week, I thought the matchup was a good one. And look, let's be honest, I've actually re-watched back that game because I thought he was scored very lowly. And I've watched it, and even with his down, he down-dated four points, believe it or not, to 25. They have missed, you know, 10 points off him so he's actually a 35 and they've just lowballed him because you know he did have those that huge start to the season but he's a bit on the nose so they're not scoring him kindly and and you know i it was in hindsight you know I, I i guess i shouldn't have played him because he's been probably underwhelming but you know i liked the matchup i kind of decided to go for these guys thinking that mulatalo and talakai might be on the end of some big points um but you know graham he absolutely kills their edge. Um, we're going to talk in some of the questions I got relating to edges, and that um, Cronulla edge is no good for attack with um, Wade Graham there. He kills it completely. Um, but look, that's the captains for the round. Um, how did the, the replacements for Cleary go this week is another big talking point of the week. I was somebody who decided to hold fire. I, I still own Cleary. I didn't make the trade. I had a pretty strong, I thought, 17, even though I didn't get, I had some bad scores in there, didn't I? But um, I, I wanted to hold fire and just sort of see if anyone poked their head out. Well, it wasn't great reading. Um, Hughes was the biggest trading of the week, 9.3%. Um, it's a big talking point because he finished on 33. It looked like he was probably on for a nice score, 100. Um, but he's injured. Um, and the talk is come back, I think, thanks to the great man, NRL Physio, that it could be a couple of weeks. It all depends on trade situation for you, I guess. If you are very low on trades, you're probably going to hold, obviously, and, and at least you're going to get a couple of rounds out of him, hopefully, um, to finish off your super coach season. 
if you are flush with trades, um, I guess I'd trade. But who too is the question? Because let's have a look at some of these other ones. Obviously, Hughes was huge um, trading this week, 9.3% of players. I quite liked him. Just a running halfback. I liked their matchup this week, but it was just unfortunate, the injury. Um, Hines, I can't believe that people didn't own Hines, but he was the next best on the list. 5.3% brought in, um, finished on 112. So it was a good trade for those people this week. If you are still somebody who doesn't own Heinz and you brought in Hughes instead, you are a silly... But where are you? Well, let's get a sound effect uh, in there. No good. Um, because he he uh, was not a better choice than Hines. Um, the next best on the list was um, Adam Reynolds, which surprised me. Um, he was 2.7% brought in, 29 points. He was flat as a tax. So were the Broncos. They are not looking the greatest. If, I think they've dropped to seventh now on the ladder. Um, and, you know, I thought he, for injury risk alone, he was somebody that I wasn't going to touch. But 2.7% of people took a punt and 29 points from him. But you other ones that went probably a more, I think, sensible pick in DCE at 2.3%, um, didn't get much better. Um, he finished on 32. It's been a few really poor weeks from DCE. So, um, you know, he was somebody, I was looking at Hughes and DCE and whichever one I thought looked great this week, it was the one I was going to go with. I've got Hughes injured and I've got DCE sucking ass. So I don't know what I want to do. Um, look, the next best on the list was Din, which was actually quite surprising to me. 1.8% finished on a 38. So these choices here of people that you, A-Ray 29, DCE 32, Hughes a 33, Din a 38. Obviously that game's yet to update. Um, and Sean O'Sullivan, 1%. I remember uh, listening to the old Super Coach Experience boys on there. Timmy Moody liked the sound of Sauce uh, as an option in that Penrith team. And he finished on 71. So out of all the options uh, in there, oh, and Fogarty, he, he finished on 45. You know, so, uh, but uh, Sauce was the best one out of all of them. Um, let's have a, yeah, good on you, Des. Uh, there's 10, they're down 10 points in the game and they take off one of their most brilliant um, attacking weapons in Homoli. And he, he was tackling everything that moved on the, on the night as well. Um, so it's really good. He takes off Homoli and then Paris scores two tries. I just, look, as a Homoli owner, I just think that's completely dumb. Look, we'll cover Manly when we go through the good, bad and ugly, but there's everything's not great. And Look, Homoli's energy was okay at best in that game, and he did get pulled off with 10 to go. Um, and... You know, the tries just started flowing. So sucked in, Des. It's a stupid move, and I want points for Ola. Um, the cheese is good to go. He's only going to get a fine. Um, Murray. Oh, mate. You know, I was absolutely petrified that Murray would 200 it in this game. He was 85 points after 18 minutes, which is unbelievable. I mean, these head-to-heads with people, I'm like, all right, well, let, that's a loss. I'm going to lose that head-to-head. He updated beautifully, too, to 130 because Murray always gets updates. Um, but, wow, it's it was not a good time to not own Cameron Murray. Um, Tarek's gone. He got a sin bin. I mean, George, uh, what's his name? Burgess is a send-off, but this one is just a bin. 
you know, who go, welcome to the lottery of how they re- officiate uh, NRL games, eh? Um, but it looks like Tarek's going to be gone for the rest of the year. He's not a highly owned super coach player, um, but he's gone, and that's the end of his probably his his career at the old Dragons. Um, JFH uh, he, uh, J- uh, James Fisher Harris is going to miss a couple of games. Not like they can really lose more players. Uh, unfortunately, Penrith Panthers. Uh, they still got the job done pretty easily against the bloody Raiders, didn't they? But JFH is going to be out for two games. Um, Kotrick's going to f- have an, a week off as well um, with an early plea as well. Um, look, I was going to do a little bit of whinging about the refereeing, but I'm not in the mood tonight. You know my point f- views. There was lots of mistakes again in refereeing. I was arguing in a chat. I can't even remember. There was some nobody. I don't even know what their name is. Uh, in one of the chats I'm in, because I was complaining about the refereeing in the Raiders versus Penrith game. And of course, I, I'm a Raiders supporter, so I wear green goggles. But if you're trying to say that the Penrith Panthers don't get a bit of a free ride of the old officiating on field, you know, and it happens, unfortunately, it's part of psychology. These teams that are up, it could be if, if the Raiders were up and they were in the top two this year, they'd start getting the rub of the greens. These top four teams just get the rub of the green because they're having a successful year and, and it just is part of psychology. Naturally, that the referees rule in favour of these strong teams. It happens. Um, and we saw it throughout the round. I haven't really looked at the round to see how many penalties and six agains it was, but I mean, why is Ashley Klein? Why is he allowed back to referee a game? This that was, uh, you know, I think it was the Dragons versus the Sharks game. It was over officiated, um, too many penalties, too many six agains, and he should be spending a few weeks out for his blunder in that Tigers game. Not back the next week. We all knew it had happened though. But anyway, I don't want to go to. I want to be positive. Ada wants to be positive. Where? Oh, Ado feels pretty and lovely, and I want to be nice tonight, so I'm not going to whinge about too much stuff. Um, look, I saw on some of the socials people go, what the hell? Harry Grant got a nice update, probably a bit of justice for last week where he was ripped off a try assist. He got a line break assist try assist for the Munster solo try. Look, it was a bit of a slashing pass. It was a cutout. I'm okay with it, personally. I mean, I guess I'm a bit, you know, I've got a bit of bias because I'm a Cary Grant owner. But, look, I think that's one of those ones, these dummy half ones. Look, there's one today. I want to see whether they give it to Robson as well because he had a dummy half pass, which is similar to it. was a bit of a solo try, but he was still a good pass at a dummy half. He got out a dummy half, took a few steps and got out on the outside of a, a defender and then threw a nice pass. So if Harry Grant is one, I want to see if Robson's one as well. I was really happy to see the scorers give the tap on um, try assist for Mam in there as well. So there wasn't actually too much that I'm arguing. I mean, look, you know, they lowballed Talakai 10 points and we're talking about hit-ups and tackle breaks and he's missing an offload as well. And those are basic scoring things. And I'm expecting, am I going to see, you know, missed run? I, I was figuring that the scoring was wrong for tackles because he only had four tackles, but he obviously only had four tackles in the game because I watched it and it was only four. Um, but they were missing other scores. So he's been lowballed big time. So was you will be people who own Targo, May and Toto. I've done the scoring on that game um, and they're all lowballed. Not heaps of points. Four points for um, Targo. It was four points for To'o um, and May was a couple as well. But in a game where you're losing head-to-heads by... I mean, I'm losing a head-to-head by four points. 
I want those 10 points for Talakai. It's an offload. He offloaded the ball. Even if you want to go and say it's ineffective or, or effective, that's your choice. And also, if he bumps off a tackle, it's a tackle break. You know, those are basic scoring errors, which annoys me. Um, there's some injuries to contend with in this round, some big ones. Hughes, he was the highest traded in person this week, 20.8%, um, you know, owned 9.3% of them this week alone. Biggest trade-in of the week. Um, look, the prognosis is a couple of weeks which instead of out for the rest of the year, out for the rest of the year, you'd be devastated. If you're really, really low on trades now, you can play your main, which probably Hines, you can play him until Hughes comes back. And he like um, in one of the chats, I think it was Kando was saying, look, he's a nice warm body in the last rounds of Supercoach, you know, to have. So if you were low on trades, I think he's probably a hold because it looks like he'll be back in a couple of weeks. Terrible, terrible news for Booth. Uh, who has made his way into that starting lineup for the Titans. They're a wretched team, but he's been good. He, he's starting. Oh, I can see him passing left and right now, which is really good to see, but he's absolutely butchered at ACL, MCL, and all of that. I don't know all the jargon. You know, Go follow the NRL physio. He's an, an absolute legend, but it's really unfortunate. He looks like he's going to be out of the game for quite a while, and um, you know he's 1.3% owned, which has surprised me. I thought he'd be in the zeros, but it's a real unfortunate thing. So thoughts go out to the to the old mate there. It was really nice to see Nico wearing, you know, that thing on his arm. And the words, he's, Nico, isn't he a star? He said lovely words and said he's going to dedicate the rest of his year to Booth, which, because they're good mates, and it's he doesn't like to see someone going through such horrible things, which is lovely to see. Um, Matto, 8.2% owned, copped to HIA in that game. He looked a little bit unsteady on his feet. I think it was a Category 2. Is that what it's called? Uh, Wilfred, I don't know. He corrected me because I said grade or something. I don't know. It's it's a category two, um, which is not the worst, obviously. Um, but with his concussion history and missing games, I'd be concerned as a Matto owner. Obviously, Teamless Tuesday should answer your questions, um, but that's just one to keep an eye on. Um, Foran has done a hammy. He's 1.5% owned. Crazy time if you own... Uh, have I got a... Are you for real? Are you for real? You own uh, four. Well, he's gone. I don't think he's going to be back for the rest of the year. Kick out was a late out. 27.1% owned. Big loss um, for the, well, you know, you'd think it'd be a big loss, but they still smashed the Raiders. So um, I, I, I hear that it's a short-term thing, so he should be back for next week. That's what I hear. Um, Savage was a late out as well. 3.7% owned, uh, which also surprises me. Um, Moylan, um, 3% owned, was out. I think I heard Coach say he's a good chance of being back next week. Tracy got absolutely knocked into next week with a HIO. I don't even know what his ownership is. Tuppany, a hugely owned player, um, 35.8%. He's been an absolute weapon. Um, it looks like he's got rib cartilage injury. Look, oh, watching the game closely like I do, he looked, he's a tough as nails. And he looked quite um, in in a lot of pain. I know that it's a pain-related injury. um, And I don't know. I'd be nervous if he's going to be there for next week. 
he might miss a game. Um, I think the Raiders are still a chance of making the eight, but a slim chance. I don't know. Maybe he tries to push through the pain barrier, but you think it, it might affect the great output that he's been doing. Um, I think that's everything from in- Mamalo. He looked like he was injured in that last game. I don't know how, what the severity is of it. Um, let's go into the good, bad, and ugly from the games. In the first game, the Chooks. 34 to 16 on the sliding Broncos, mate. They're sliding. Look, you know, I was talking to um, some people in chats going, oh, I'd love if the Broncos missed the eight altogether. Sorry, Broncos fans. And the Raiders got into the eight and the Chooks. Because I, I, you know, it's a weird thing. As a Raiders fan, I kind of almost don't, I don't think the Raiders deserve to be in the eight. And, you know, of course I'll be happy if they make the eight. We'll probably get bundled out in week one. And that's the thing. I, I want, if we made the eight and the Chooks missed out because they've got a sort of hard draw home, I think the competition's a little poorer for that to happen. I think the Chooks are a way better team than the Raiders. I'd like if they jagged eighth. I'd love if the Broncos, I think the Broncos are shit. I'd love if they, you know, if it was them that went out of the eight and the Raiders took up eighth and the Chooks were seventh. But the Chooks got the job, job done, 34 to 16. My good from the game was Teddy, um, 42.9% owned Teddy, 99. He looked pretty good in this game, but not outstanding. That's the thing. He just accumulates points, and he. Uh, I thought he might update a little bit more, to be quite honest, but 99, you'll take it every day of the week. And look, some of you bloody cowboys out there absolutely put the C straight on him, 8.5%. Wow. Well done to you. At least he updated to 99. It's not a Trell or a Munster score, but you are ballsy. Um, yeah, you look pretty quiet for the most part of the game, but he is just uh, you know, a super coach gun, and he accumulates points. Other scores in there that I didn't mind was Kiri for 5.9%. He updated to 101. I know at the start of the year I was saying Kiri's a myth and you can't go off those three games last week. Um, but with how poor all of these other halfbacks went, uh, is he, he he's a dual, isn't he? So, I mean, stranger things. You could do something ballsy and cowboyish. Let's have a look at how he's gone since. Because I know we were complaining about him playing uh, halfback and Sam Walker playing the six. They've switched out around, and both Walker and Kiri look a lot better, in my opinion. I think Kiri's better as a six Wow, no. So the last five weeks, 36, 12, 66, 30, and this 101. So if you got him next week, it'd be the definition of chasing points. So don't do that. Um, But he was good this week. I can't, oh, sorry to you, 5.9% of people. I, I don't think Kiri's an own, but you do own him. So 101, you got a good score this week. Um, Butcher, 94 points. He was stealing all the points from the outside men <laughs> and scoring them himself. 94, well done. Uh, he's 2.8% owned, so uber, uber, uber pod. I, I think he's a play if he's going to start and crash over for tries like that. Um, Gus, uh, good again. Um, what's he, 18.3%? I can't even understand my bloody writing. 96 from Gus. He's been good in the last few weeks. I'm playing Fafita. I think I sold Gus to Fafita because I wanted a ceiling player. <laughs> you idiot, Adrian. Where's that? Where, where, what have we got here for Ado? You dummy, Ado. Um, but anyway, if you you eighteen point three, that's you know pretty decent ownership. Ninety six, you'd be playing him every week. He's a weapon. Uh, Corey Oates five point four percent, seventy nine points. Not bad. That's pretty juicy ownership, uh, and he's been good. Uh, Corey Oates. 
Uh, Cape Oil was good as well through, what I can't even know, 3.8%, 80 points. Well done. My bads from the game. Manu, 43.1% owned. He finished with a 48, um, 4.4% of you crazy people. Straight captain. You know, I know Manu's been an absolute weapon this year, but a straight up captain, you know, if it comes off, you're a genius. And if it fails, you look like a bloody idiot. And look, he was bound um, to have a bad one. Eventually he looked way less involved this week than he um, has been in most games. Last week I accused him of stunting their attack by taking too many runs and look, to be honest, Kiri and Walker looked sensational. The whole team looked sensational this week. And with, I guess, Teddy and Manu, you know, easing off just a smidge, in my opinion. So, um, look, 2% of people brought Manu in for his 48. That'd be disappointing. Um, ugly Adam Reynolds, 8.1%. 2.7% of people brought A-Ray in for 29 points. That's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. He was down as 0.9% captain as well, which you are a bloody lunatic if you captained A-Ray against the Chooks away. Um, But he scores over the last five weeks for A-Ray, 32, 63, 94, 74, and then this 29. I guess the move wasn't the worst because his three-round average was nice leading into this game, 63, 94, 74. So... Um, there was at least a three-week score. You know, two of those are really good scores and one's very passable. So, look, I don't know. They look like they're on a slide. You, you're obviously not going to trade him out now, you know, um, but it was a poor score this week. Um, Cobbo, 15.4%. He made his return. And when I looked up his ownership, I was surprised. I, I know people sold him. His ownership was quite a bit higher, but 15.4% of you loyal Beautiful people held on to Cobbo and he scored an 18, <laughs> which is terrible because the scores before he got injured, 131, 65, 45, 77, only one sort of medium score out of there, but he really hit his straps. So the 18 this week would have uh, really peeved uh, a few people off. Honourable mention in the uglies there to Stags, who's still 16.7% owned, who scored a 27. Stop playing Stags. He's a myth. He's a real myth. Like him and Kiri, myths. Um, on to the next game, the Storm um, got the job done against the Titans. 32-14 to 14 on my notes from the game with the Storm. Uh, they get the job done, but not like the Storm we know and <laughs> from the past. They're not as good a team as they were in years gone by. Um, look, with Hughes injured, um, do you think their top four is in jeopardy. I know they play the Panthers who look like they really don't skip too much of a beat. The poor old edges are, f- um, but they look like a, they're a team. That's the thing. They, the edges are ruined because the ball's not getting out to them just because there's not enough quality, but they're still as a whole for a team. Very, very good. Um, but where, where was I going on here? I lost it, but, but the storm, uh, they do not look as good. Um, Munster was an absolute god. He is my good. 40.8% owned. How is he not 100% owned? This was a big one. I put the VC on him because uh, it was Latrell or Munster that were going to get my VC and Hines that was going to get my captain. And look, they were both great VC choices. Um, when he got the 140, I did the loop calculator. And on the bench, I had um, 
May, Targo, um, Pole. I felt like in Lola, I was like, I'm going to get 50 or 60, you know, as an AE, which doesn't bother me because I've got no AE nightmares there that Grant, now that Grant Anderson's out of the team. So I play the safe game. It's my natural style. He updated to 147. So him and Latrell probably, you know, cancel each other out enough. And, you know, yeah, I've got a 36 as a B, uh, as a AE, which is a bit annoying. Um, I just knew that he was a VC option when he was at fullback at home and goal kicking. Um, even though it looked a little bit soggy and I was nervous, um, I just thought, well, you got to go in, you know, with with all of those things in your favour. Um, 87, 81, 62, 74, and the 147. A big daddy score when we needed it. Um, if I didn't, you know, get a big score at the VC and C, I'd have a wretched round. I've got too many 40s and 30s in there, but Munster got the uh, the good score this week. Um, Cooper Johns was good filling in 94. He's probably going to get a few more weeks, isn't he? Uh, most likely, because you've lost... Um, Hughes, um, Kenny, good, 1.5% owned um, with Kenny Edwards. Oh, no, Kenny F- Bromwich, um, 83. Harry Grant, um, 38%. He finished on a 97. He got a nice 26-point update with those, you know, the lie break assist, try assist. Um, and Bribo was okay with a f- 67, um, 1.4% owned. My bad was David Fafida, um, 10.4%. Um, he's updated to 57 points. Can you even play him now? Like, I mean, let's have a look at Dave. Where are you, mate? Um, 49, 75, 69, 49, 57. So none of those scores are anything that is, you know, you got you could play other people in your team, but if you're forced to play him, you'll probably get around 50 as a minimum. Can you actually believe that the Titans don't seem to have any David Fafita plays? They should have five or six different Fafita plays that do inside balls, cutouts, or get him off the back of a scrum, get him to go into dummy half. Like, there's got to be Fafita plays, but it really looks like the only play that the Titans have is Fafita decoy. That's the only play. And that is an absolute diabolical mess, you know, as far as, you know, you're a coach, mate, Holbrook. You've got a, you've got a guy there for $1.2 million and you've got no plays involving him. You've got no plays involving a $1.2 million player. 57 points. I, I mean, I might be forced to play him because I'm not going to play Telekai in that. Uh, well, I mean, Telekai, they've got the easy run home, but they've got Wade Graham inside of them. So I'd probably just keep playing for playing for feeder and hopefully bust over for a try at some stage. Um, the uglies for me were Jerome Hughes, obviously injured 20.8%. It was pretty early in the game. Um, 33 points. He looked like he was easily on track for 100. I put him and Munster in for big ones in my big calls 9.3% brought him in 13,000 people you know brought him in Uh, unfortunately the shoulder look um, the prognosis is a couple of weeks minimum Um, Jojo for feeder Um, it's the feeders are both in my they were in there last week I think as well David Fafita is in there every bloody week for me. Where's your hundreds, Dave? Um, Jojo Fafita, 14.8% owned. Um, 49, 57, 26, 19. Um, I was in a head-to-head. I think there's still one, <laughs> that person. It pipped me by a couple of points. Unless the updates help. Give give Robson that try assist. She gave it to bloody Harry Grant. Then maybe I'll win. But they got Jojo Fafita as their AE. It's not the greatest AE. Another player from the game, Josh King, who's still 17% owned. Um, finished with an 18 as well. So both of those guys 
will be banking an AE for a lot of people who might have looped this week. Uh, on to the Sea Eagles versus the Eels. The Eels got the job done 36-20, to 20, even with no Moses in there. The young kid did well, Arthur, I thought. Um, look, they put on the Jets when they needed to. How good was Gutho? He absolutely burnt Garrick when he turned. I didn't know Gutho had that kind of speed on him anymore. Um, and poor old Garrick had made a couple of real big lapses at the uh, in the fullback there and got ran around for tries, which is unfortunate. But look, um, they you know they they really didn't look too great in the second half again. Um, the Eels. And they only got, you know, 36 to 20. I think Manly were up for this game. Um, do you think Manly in the jersey stuff? Look, I thought um, Hamole was probably okay, but he was less good as he's been. Let's have a look. He's going to be in my thing, I think. So, um, and look, Saab was good in this game. He was one that sat out, wasn't he? And uh, I don't know, some of the others, but I don't know. It definitely has affected Manly. I think, I think you put a line through them now for finals. And, you know, I don't know, we'll answer on the, when I answer, you know, viewer questions. Um, I don't know how confident I feel about running out with him. I'm sure I'm going to still play Ola, and I? Because he's been such a weapon this year. But anyway, Gutho was my good. He updated nicely. He was 127 points. Lovely try there running around Garrick. 5.4% um, is really smoky. It's beautiful. Um... No Moses, I figured that Gutho was always the man. Um, 340 people brought him in. Josh from the old BJ on game day brought in Gutho this week. He brought him in on the back of 59, 50, 67 and 88. So not awful, but in the fullback position, it's not the greatest. Um, you brought him in and he got 127. Well done. Um, the other goods in there... Sean Lane is having some sort of year. He's one of the actual things I got right this year. 104 points, a ton. I needed that because I had some 30s and 40s in there. Dillbags stood up when Moses was out of the team. He's 19.3% owned and a 98 for him. Sevo, 4.1%, 74. Nice. Garrick, you know, you know, he had a bit of a wretched game a couple of times in defense, but he's such a trier and he accumulates his points uh, finished on a 74, so I'll still take it. Um, oh, yes, yeah, Saab. He was uh, good, one of my goods as well uh, with Gutho. 5.5% updated. No, he stayed the same. 104 points. It's Roxel Diamonds when you own Saab. 5.5% only. I, I didn't look at how many played him. Um, but you'll take a ton if you can. Oh, no, 47% of his owners played him. That's amazing. Well done. That's some good super coaching. Nine. A 76, 129, a 29. It takes a lot of kahunas to play him. You did 49, 47% of you, and you got 104. Um, the bad for me was Ola, 16.2%. I really hate mentioning him on the bads. Uh, Fish with a 45. His attack was down. Um, I thought he was defending quite well, um, and he was taken off in the last 10 minutes. Des, you bloody idiot. Are you for real? Are you for real, mate? Come on. You are down by ten. You're down by ten points. You need Ola on the field. He's one of your better defenders, and he's certainly one of your best attacking weapons. Crazy. When I saw him take Ola off, I was like, "The the the Jersey Gate is not over. Something's wrong. Something's no good." He, did he get hooked? Why would you pull him off when you're behind? I don't know. But anyway, it, it, look, uh, hopefully he's back up and running. 56, 82, 82, 29, because he was injured in that game. Uh, so these last two has been a 29 and this 45, it's a bit of worry. 
Um, Maddo, 8.2% cop that HIA, 49 points. Look, um, the minutes, it seems like he's the one, like they, Lane is having a sensational year, but when they bring on Nia Kore, um, you know, and Makatoa and stuff, it seems like Maddo might be the one that gets the minutes you know, sh- shared with them. Um, 183 people brought Maddo in. Um, 52, 69, 51, 69. I think you should have brought in Murray. <laughs> but look, um, we'll have to wait and see on this HIA, won't we? Um, ugly was DCE, 8.4%. Just when we need someone to poke their head through and show us who can we sell Cleary to, DCE runs out and gets a 32. 2.3% of people brought him in. Um, it's been three bad ones in a row. It's been 31, 46, and then this 32. So if you go and take a punt bringing in DCE next week, you're bringing him in after three rubbish scores. They're not even, you know, 46, you know, is not even really very passable. But you've got a 31 and a 32 in there as well. If there's any saving grace, the two scores before that were 118 and 111. Uh, but I'm not in love with how Manly looked uh, in this game. Oh, well, they looked up for it, actually. They played against a good team, so... You know, maybe you're still bringing him, bringing him in, but there's been three bad ones in a row from DCE, which is not ideal. Um, Marnie, 10.8%, which is pod, right on pod level. Uh, 27 points from him. It's not going to compete with Harry Grant, who's a 97. And what did Cook go up to? 94. There's the difference. Two 90s from the Premier Hookers, and you've got a 27 from Marnie. 223 people brought him in. Um, obviously, he 90'd up last week, didn't he? He's last five weeks, so oh, it hasn't been too bad from him, actually. 58, 77, 43, 93 last week. I think it was a bit chasing, wasn't it? He's still not... Oh, yeah, because Harry has been a bit under, hasn't he? All right, well, people zigged to people zag and or zag to their zig, whatever, it's however it's said. Um, and it didn't work out for you this week. An honourable mention to Burbo, who ruined loops. He was six points, wasn't he? 21% of people own him, so he'd be an AE for a lot of people out there as well. Uh, On to the Bunnies versus the Warriors. It was a bit of a shellacking, as we expected. 48 to 10. My good has got to be Luttrell. I got him last week. Um, Are you for real? I am for real. I got him last week. um, And it was a 50-point. He looked disinterested while he was up for this game. He was on like 12 points after the first 20 minutes or something, but he went boom. (laughs) And he finished with 152 after uh, updates, which was absolutely terrific. Um, He was 9.6% captain. You're all going to be on a good score this week. 2.5% 2.5% VC team as well. I'm sure they looped. I'm sure the Munster VC is and the and the and the Trell VC is all looped. Um, another good for the game was Murray, 17.1%. I did mention he should have got him instead of Matto. I'm standing by that. He updated, because Murray always updates, um, 130 points. He was on 80 points after 18 minutes, three try assists, and it was nervous watching, but um, 17.1% of people own him. It's not super pod. It's not uber pod at all. It's not a pod, but it's not 40%. And you got 130 out of him this week and you bloody well deserve it. Um, Murray, 87, 53, 69, 83. Those are all, you know, the 53s, the worst of it you get from him. Uh, and then he's tunned up a nice ton this week. 130, well done to you super coaches who grabbed Murray. What did you, he was actually 0.5% captain as well. Who would have thought it? But 
you got 130, so well done. Cook was good, 94. Kaloa good with a 93, I think it was. Totola, 77. Arrow, good with an 84. Um, oh, I can't even understand my bloody writing. Thompson, the new guy, 73. Well done. Um, look, the Kaloa Matangi's got a couple of good scores in a row. He's 11.4%, which is nice and pod. Um in mind the look of him in this game um the ugly or no the bad for me was aj 13.5 percent owned it was a 55 this week so i'm sure you aj owners are probably going oh well not the worst you got bloody 34 or whatever you got 25 from telekai mate so suck sucked in um but look when they score 48 points you'd expect that aj's on the back of a bunch of those um and he, i think there was one disallowed try in there you wanted 100 in this game it was a beautiful in this matchup, you wanted 100 from Latrell and you wanted 100 from Murray. You wanted 100 from AJ and probably 75 plus from Cody. And it just wasn't there for um, AJ, you know, with a big bag full of tries. Um, look, he's been very good though, hasn't he? Uh, 119, uh, no, hang on, where is he? 111, 97, 82, 64. Um, so he's never, no bad scores in there. Um, the other bad for me was Cody. Look, it's 59. You're a bit harsh, Ado. Uh, very harsh, <laughs> you know, but look, he looked really good f- out there, in my opinion, and it didn't really translate into a big ton, which you would have loved. So he looked all right, um, you know, 119.78, and the 50, 15, was it? That was the terrible one, a 55, and then the 59 this week. So out of those weeks, it was only the one real, real horrible one, you know, and I sold him then. But, you know, he wasn't a big ton this week, unfortunately. Um, ugly, I'm probably being harsh here. Aitken, 8.97%. He went to the centres, 44. You know, you, it's, I'm sure people are taking it. Um, 72, 63, 34, 47. And then this 44, he's not really setting the world alight, though, is he? Um, Tohu, 5.5% has been very good. Um, 49, he did update. That's pretty low for Tohu over the last um Five weeks, 92, 96, 60, 64. So that's the lowest by 20 points or 10 points over the last five weeks. But they got a shellacking. So what do you expect? Um, on to the Raiders versus the Panthers. Good on you, Raiders. You you're, you got the Penrith Panthers missing probably three of their best players. Well, two, at least three of their very best players. And the Raiders were flat as attack. You know, you were, you failed. You were, you were the failures, the Raiders. You're probably not going to make the eight now. Ricky's on the end calling people weak gutted dogs. Oh, mate. Um, look, the Raiders have a soft draw home. I think they could win all of those games, maybe. Probably go up to 30 points. And there's still a rough chance, but part of me just thinks they don't deserve it this year. Um, the, you know, the Panthers, they got the job done pretty comfortably, 26 to 16. Um, the good for me, it wasn't a really high scoring super coach game, though. They sort of went and belted each other a fair bit in this game. Sean O'Sullivan, 1.6% of people, 1.1% brought him in this week as a bit of a pod move to the popular plays. And he finished on 71, did his job filling in. Um, so well done to you people that went, you know, a bit of a different route and you got um, a good score out of him. Um, other good scores, Papali'i, 74 points. Edwards, he looked like he was copping it left, right and centre out there. Injury-wise, finished on an 81. He 5.6% owned, surprised me. Um, Yo, 17.2%. Good score from him, 70 points. Uh, and Salmon, Salmon filling in uh, in the halves there, 74. 
you know, I don't think he's ever going to get a contract at the Raiders, is he? <laughs> can't, can't see him as a future Raiders player. Um, the bad for me in this game was total 9.9% owned. You can't own total. You can, I mean, he's gone off a cliff, unfortunately, with no Luai and Cleary in the team. Um, he it was jibbed a few points, but he fished on 36. Can you believe that from Tuo? Um, he's not as good this year as he was last year. Maybe hampered by injury, um, and you know, obviously missing. You can't take the caliber of those players out. He's on the right side, you know, now um, with Crichton. Crichton scored okay this week, um, but Tuo 36. You wouldn't read about it. I played him, you know, as the one who I thought could get at least 60, and you know, he's nice base. 36, absolutely kills me. Um, May, 42%, um, updated to 40. He was missed a few points as well. Um, you'll take the 40, I guess, compared to the, well, 36 and 40s. You know, it's not a very good score. Um, and Targo, 53.8%. He has been very good, um, Targo, over recent weeks, and he finished on 36. It ends up being my auto emergency this week. I was hoping he was going to update, but he didn't. He stayed on 36. Obviously, you know, they only go down to the first 10 people on the list when they're updating the scores and don't worry about the rest of them because in a lot of these ones lower down, you know, in the scoring, their score doesn't change at all, does it? Tinfoil hat, Ado, you get a bit tinfoil hat. But Toto, May, Targo were all bad scores this week, which is spewing. Um, The ugly for me was Tapani, 35.9%, 25 points he's finished on was it i think i don't know if he updated to that or whether he stayed on that 3.1 percent of people brought him in and then that made absolute sense he has been setting the world alight um tapani finished on 26 um look the best thing you can hope for at that high ownership is that it's he plays through the pain barrier and comes out, I'd be worried that he's going to be uh, be able to score as well as he um, does. But look, you could be running Lolo, you know, like me, fishing the 40s this week. So sucked in if Tuppany's not up to full strength and starts scoring 50s or 60s instead. Um, but it'll be a wait and see. You'll obviously have to wait for TLT and see if he um, turns up for next week. Uh, if he was out for a week, um, you know, hopefully you've got a backup, you know. Um, people will be having Pole as a backup, and he only 36ed or whatever today, which is not a great backup. So, you know, it depends on whether you've got trades or not. Hopefully he just plays, and you can play him. Uh, into the next game, the Sharks. It was actually a pretty decent game if it wasn't for Klein's refereeing. 24 to 18. It was a bit of a tighter one. Um, Hines, he is 60.5% owned. He should be 100% owned. And of course, Hines has gets the nice update as well. 112 for him. I, I wrote meh next to Hines. He didn't look like he was too outstanding out there, but he 112 is outstanding. He just, him and Teddy will rack up points. You know, Nathan Cleary does as well, just racks up points in Supercoach. Uh, and Hines updated nicely to 112. He was 16.4% captain. You would have all been overjoyed when he went from 96 up to 112. Nice update, nice captain score. He would have been my captain if I didn't loot Munster, and I would have been happy. You know, I would have been happy if I got it. Uh, other good scores in there, well, I'm mentioning Graham because he finished on 76, scored a try in there, but you absolutely killed your whole left side of Cronulla. Look, I think Cronulla are not going to win the premiership 
Um, while they, because yeah, all right, what did I write? Sharks win but ugly. They defend as a team, but they attack as individuals. Does that make sense to all you out there? I and as a Mulatalo and Talakai owner, it gives me the absolute bloody shits because they all are they run it themselves. They don't pass. Um, look, they're sitting second or third on the ladder, so it's working well for them now. Everyone sees the Cowboys playing, and what are they? They've got to win today as well, but they're less than convincing. So are the, you know, the wheels are falling off the Broncos, um, and I just don't think that Cronulla can beat Penrith. Now, they might make it into the finals, and they might get a second bite at the Cherry, but if you get those chooks who take eighth spot, you know, oh, you'd be worried, I think, if you were someone like, you know, your Cronullas and your Eels and stuff. So, look, I just think that they've got to play as a team. That's the thing. Um, Penrith can take out three of their best players, and even though their edges are ruined, you know, and the ball's not getting out to them as fluently and slick as it does, they still play as a team, you know. And they've got lots of, lots of egos in that team, but they still play as a team. They pass, they get to each other into better positions, they work together in defense and attack. And I don't see that from the Sharks. Um, my other goods were Trindle, who came into the team. He's, he's a bit of a hog. He was hogging in that game as well. 75 Good on you. Um, Nikora, 76 was good. He's only 2% owned, so he's an Uber. He's an atomic Uber pod. Uh, and Debellend, um, 69 was good. Um, the bads for me was Mulatalo, 9.8%. I have not played him for like the last four weeks, and I played him this week because it's a good matchup. Well, it was 46 points. You know, I mean, who did I sit? May, who finished on 40. None of this. It was a bit of a, and you know, Manu 48. It was a bit of a bludger. Uh, Val was down. It was a bit of a center wing bludger this week. Um, and Mulatalo was in there. Um, 46 points. Another ugly, a bad for me was Ramian. 2%. He's much lower owned. 38. Uh, and the ugly was Telekai. 23.5%. I played him. I sat Lolo. And I played Talakai, and he, he down-dated to 25. He's missing 10 points. Scorers, you bastards. Like, are you for rip? Stop ripping players off. Um, we're talking tackle breaks and offloads. It's ridiculous. But look, Talakai, he actually looked good to me in actual NRL. I think normally he makes more tackles. If he made 15 more tackles and he got his 10 points that he was due, it's a 60 again. They low-balled him this week, and he didn't seem to make as many tackles, which is weird. Um, but look, up, up, Cronulla, right? Uh, on to the Dogs versus the Cows. Bit of a tight game at points in there because um, the Dogs are an improved team. 28 to 14, the Cows got the job done late. They sort of started to spark. And Drinkwater, he came alive, didn't he? He's my good. I'm an owner. Um, he backs up last week's ton with a 97 pre-updates. Um, put on a few tries, didn't he? He scored there, which was very nice as an owner because I needed it. Um, other good scores in there. Luciano off the bench, 92. I mean, when they lose Gilbert in that next year, Luciano, for super coach purposes, is bloody... You know, he, I think he's a great option in that team. Um, Burton, good, 10.4% owned. Burton, 84 points, which is good. Uh, Flano, 1.6, couple of 1.6% of people own Flano. 70 points, good. Um, the bad for me was Lolo, 36.9 of 49 this week. Um, I've got Lolo in my second front row spot, and it's a little bit of a worry. Um, you know, you've got Cotto back in that team. You've got Luciano coming off the bench. You know, uh, I was hoping they'd unleash Lolo for big minutes in this uh, run home. 
I mean, he looked okay today. Hopefully he updates to 55, 60, and it's acceptable. But um, he's in the bad at the moment while it's on 49. Holmes! Holmes! Oh, Holmes. 23.5% owned. 3.4% of people brought him in. So that's nearly 5,000 super coaches brought him in. He was 1.4% captained. And look. Holmes is human, 99, 86, 119, 89, and then this 35. I needed this 35 this week. I was in some close head-to-heads, and I was just, um, you know, I had Robson and um, and Drinkwater, so seeing Drinky go near a ton and watching Val do a 32, 35, you know, was nice. <laughs> but he is human, and, you know, I'm sure you'll still enjoy owning Val for the rest of the season. Um, Nanai, 14.6%, has been an absolute weapon for Supercoach. 32 points this week. 3.5% brought him in, over 5,000. Um, he was a 1, 1% captain, and he is also human. 70, 70, 104, 158 last week, and then a 32 this week. Um, we haven't seen any of this 30 stuff from him in a long time. You're still going to enjoy owning him, I think, for the rest of the year. It was just an abnormal um, game, you know, by Val and Nanai for attack and scoring. It was a bit of a dire, dour um, sort of game. Uh, so it's unfortunate that he didn't ton up like he has been doing. Um, and I look, I put Karaz in there, 12.1%. He finished on a 35. 534 people brought him in. I think that was chasing. You know, we, he went up to 144 last week um, score-wise, but the weeks before that were 35, 45, 53. So why'd you bring him in? Because you were chasing points. Um, and he finished with a 35 this week. No good. Um, on to the last game. I think it was near game of the round. It was a seesawing affair. The Knights started hard. The Tigers came back. I was riding Dewey uh, and Val, hoping they'd go low. Um, and, you know, they nearly got the job done, the Tigers. Um, but the Knights held on. Um, the good for me was Tuolagi, who... You know, I don't know what his ownership is, but he's been a pain in the ass for people most of his year, you know, for super coach purposes, even when he did starting. But he was up for today's game. He fished on 73. Um, other good scores, Tuala, 81. Hoy was good in fullback with 70. Uh, and Gags, well, okay, with a 69. Um, the bad for me, Dewey, hopefully he doesn't update. Um, fished on 50. Um, he got that try assist for the kick. I was like, oh, Dewey's going to go under 20. Um, but he got at least a try assist in there for you owners. Um, 50 points. People brought him in in big numbers this week. He was on the list, wasn't he, of the most traded in. Obviously, it's the last game of the week, so I don't write as many notes on it. But he was brought in by a bunch of people. Um, you were probably thinking this was a great matchup for a ton, uh, but you didn't get it this week. Unlucky. Um, yeah, he was brought in by 11,116 people. Um, so that's huge. Um, and you were probably, I don't know, if it was a 75, I'm sure you'd be okay. 50 is not the worst. You're a bit harsh, Ado. Um, and the ugly for me was Pole A, 36. I thought with him starting at lock, he'd probably get 50 minutes maybe at lock, and he goes at a point per minute, he'll finish on 50. Oh, he got, he took, when he went off in the first half, he didn't come on till the last sort of 15 minutes of the game, unfortunately. And he's a busy, busy character when he gets out there. Um, just not a lot of minutes this uh, round. Hopefully he updates, you know, a little bit. Doesn't matter. I've got Targo as my AE now anyway. Um, but that's the games. Um, look, we'll move on to some of the questions I received uh, into the inbox where I, just some general questions about Supercoach. Look, we're in the last... 
um, you know, weeks of Supercoach. We're in our head-to-head finals. We're probably limited in our trades. Um, we probably sort of uh, uh, might have a couple of moves left that we've got to f- have our run home team, if not already have our run home team. Um, we have a few things to contend with, um, but we'll ask the questions that I've got to the socials and we'll see what I think about it. Um, the first question was Manly issues, question mark. Um, are we worried about the players um, at Manly that a big super coach owns, like DCE, Garrick and Ola? Um, look, I think in the case of Garrick, no, it's not a cause to worry. Garrick had a bit of a bludger this week defensively, but he's such a busy character. He's at fullback. He's kicking goals. Um, 58-122, Yes, the last couple of weeks have been 40s, but he was a 70-plus this week. And I don't think you have to worry about um, old mate Garrick. Um, DCE, on the other hand, we went over his scores in there. Yes, there was a couple of times, but the last three have been wretched. Um, people this week were, wait, like me, were waiting to see who they might like to replace Clear with. Clear is worth 600 plus K. You're, you're going to want to do something with that kind of money. There's just no halfbacks that are really standing out uh, as great options. And I, what I wanted to see this week was a huge score from uh, DCE. So, the you know, there was three tons out of his last five games and then he snapped that two game, you know, uh, un, unfortunate poor scoring. Uh, but he didn't. Uh, which I'm a little concerned about him. Uh, Ola, look, it's been 56, 82, 82. The last two weeks has been a 29. Uh, and we had him on there, didn't we, this week with his, where are you, Ola, 45. I'm a little concerned. I don't like the coach taking him off when the game is in the balance. And I don't know whether this man, manly season is pretty much over, you know, and they don't have a lot more to play for. Let's put it this way. If you have... Uh, Ola, Garrick, and DC, I think you still play them all, you know? Um, look, he wasn't great this week, Ola, and got pulled off, you know, with 10 minutes to go. He still finished 45. Um, DCE, you know, he might have three bad scores in a row, but he's got two tons in there as well, which probably makes his five-round okay. Um, if you owned them, you play them. But I, don't, I would not be buying any of those guys if I didn't own them. So hopefully that answers that question for you. Um, the Sharks... The draw's nice, but what do we do uh, when it comes to playing Bulatalo and Talakai? Well, this is one that I do have big concerns uh, on, and it's because of Wade Graham. Um, Look, and, you know, you you add in Wilton, he doesn't pass, he he runs it. Wade Graham doesn't pass, he runs it. You know, you get Moylan back in, we know he's a hog. Um, there's worries on that side, unfortunately. Um, Mulatalo, 57, 73, 88, 40, and then he got a 40 this week. <coughs> we know they have a soft draw. I don't think you, you could have played here and get a 40. Sorry, excuse my yawning. Um, but that, none of those scores are great. Well, you've got a 70 in there, and the rest is rubbish, you know, so I am worried about him. Talakai, 39, 54, 41, 59, and then 25 this week and hooked at the end of the game, wasn't he? Um, Worried, you know, big time worried. Um, The left side is dead, you know, with Wade Graham out there and I haven't played them for the last four weeks and I don't know, I mean, what's their run home? You know, like, let's have a look at their run and I'll tell you the games that I'm going to play Talakai or Mulatalo, maybe, you know, one of them, not the both of them. I thought this was a good matchup for them. Uh, what do they got next? West Tigers. 
I'd probably play them in that one. Manly, well, we'll see how Manly turn up this week, whether they've given up. The Bulldogs, Newcastle, I mean, you know, that's a really nice draw. Um, look, we'll have a look at your team. You know, I mean, I'm not overjoyed with the edge, uh, you know, the edges for the Penrith Panthers. I own Targo, May, and To'o, and I own Mulatalo, and I own Talakai. So take your pick out of all of them. They're all underperforming now that Luai and uh you know, Cleary are out of that Penrith team. I worry about both edges for Penrith Panthers. And while Wade Graham's there, I worry about um, that left edge for Cronulla. I think they play selfish. I think they play like individuals in attack. Uh, so, but look, you might just go on matchup. You know, I was asking advice from one of my mentors who I ask questions to, someone who I don't go up against in most head-to-heads and stuff or talk super coach with on a, on the whole. Um, and I sort of said, who would you play out of, you know, Targo, Bay, Talakai, Mulatalo, blah. And they were like, look, the Sharks have a pretty good matchup. I'd probably just go on matchup. So look, in the coming weeks, maybe you pick one of them to play based on a nice matchup and then you can sit one of the other. You know, they're going to be playing Melbourne next week, Penrith, and, you know, it's a decent matchup there for the Sharks. So you might as well have a a go at it next week. But, yes, I'm concerned about all of them. Um, That was the next question. Panthers, they're just no Cleary, Targo May To'o. Um, look, Targo has been very, very good. Um, 86, 82, 65, 71, and it was a 36 this week. Um, there was no Cleary last week, and Tar- and Targo scored a 71. He's one that I think does a little bit more work. He, he would have been 40 this week, 40-plus, if they'd scored him correctly, which they didn't, which is minimum. That's okay, because he's got a little bit more of a base than someone like May. But I am concerned about May and Tall. Let's have a look at May. 50, 47, 53, 36, and 40 the, next, uh, the last two weeks. Next week against Melbourne, I don't think I'll play May. You know, putting it that way. Toto, 101, 60, 55, 43, and then 36 this week. Uh, it's a little bit nicer reading, if you know what I mean. Um, look, I would not buy Toto. No, I certainly wouldn't buy Targo or May. If I have them, I'd be more likely to play Targo and Toto. I only played Toto this week and sat Targo and May. You know, that's where I was. Um, but I am worried about, you know, the last three weeks, 55, 43, 36. I just didn't feel like the total energy for me out there. Um, but look, they've got a hard bat, well, hardish matchup. The Melbourne Storm are losing troops left, right, and center, aren't they? But I am worried. You're going to have to make these decisions. That's what Super Coach is about. You know, you've got to pick these ones. And this week, none of the ones I sat scored more than the ones I played anyway. They were just all bad. Uh, the center wings this week. Um, next question. Are there actually any good Cleary replacements? We went over them um, there and what they scored and what uh, everyone brought in. Um, look, on pedigree, you know, I would have thought someone like DCE, but it's, it, you must realize that it's going to be risky because you're bringing him in on the back of their season basically being over um, and three very bad scores in a row. Maybe it's time for a pod. I mean, look, you had Sam Walker with a 59 this week. He's kicking goals. Um, you know, I said Kiri's a mirage, but he's turned up this week. You know, maybe it's a chance for you to do something a little bit um, pod-ish. Um, none of the others scored any good. Um, you know, Hughes would have been my other pick at 33, but now he's injured. Um, so I probably would say, you know, a pod, if you want to go a Sam Walker, you know, or a Fogarty or DCE. I don't know. I just really don't know. Sauce, 
got a 71 this week and Penrith a, a good team. Maybe you go something like that. Um, you know, I, I don't know how I feel. It's going to be the move that I probably make in the finals. I'm going to have some elimination finals, elimination finals next week. I'm going to make the week off for some of them. Um, and it's going to be a move that I might have to make in during the round. So anyway, well, that's my opinion on that. There's going to be some, but none of them are slam dunks. If it's not Heinz, you know, um, there's nothing else too much, unfortunately, uh, that's doing well in the halfback position. Um, Tuppity, is he gone? Uh, and who do we go to? Well, I don't know. I, I think we'll get an indication of how long he's going to be out for. Um, and, you know, we know it's ribs and it's a pain management thing. So who had that? It was Maddo. He was a couple of weeks, wasn't he? Um, but I would wait and see TLT and... You know, if he's a week, if they say, oh, he's going to miss a game, I'll probably hold and just play your backup one because there's nothing too outstanding uh, in the front row. Um, you've got Lolo scoring okay, but he scored a under 50 pre-updates this week. The Obviously, the other one is um, IPAP, you know, which if you didn't own him, I'd probably go across to him. But I'm sure if you're a Tappany owner, you probably own IPAP as well. Let's have a look at um, what did Payne has to do this week. Broncos look like a busted out there. What did you get, Payne? 65. Um, if you found out that Tuppany was out for, you know, f- three weeks or it was longer than than a week, um, you know, maybe Hass would be my guy. I don't know how confident I'd play, you know, uh, my Benchy. Maybe your Benchy is Max King or something. What did he score this week? You know, you have to probably look at your Benchy and whether you're confident to play him. And, and is it your last couple of trays? I mean, Tappany's worth so much money. Have you got a jewel down in the second row that you can bring up? I think second row is better. So um, that's probably my answer, I guess, to it. Um, if Tuppy's gone, get a Moy Messia or get a Max King. Get, well, you've got to have a jewel down in second row. I don't know that that's handy, but I would bring that jewel from second row up to the front row unless, you know, you've got no backup. <laughs> you know, if you've got no backup, you'll probably want to get maybe a, someone who can score you 60-plus um, but if you had an opportunity to bring in a second row, Murray, you know, that's the kind of guy I'd be trying to bring in. Um, you know, you've got to have a third there, you know, like even Polo scored a 40 this week. That's 20 points less than Hass, you know, which is not the worst. And if you've got a Max King, where, where are you, Maxi boy? How did you go? Wait for the old app to Max King. Where are you? He finished on 41. He'll probably update to 50. So I think I'd probably just hold... <laughs> And, and play Max King if, if Tappany's, you know, out a week or, or, you you know, if you can bring a, sec, you know, bring a second rower in, I'd go for someone like Murray. Um, rank the centre of the wing from here home. That's obviously somebody who's looking at bringing in a centre wing. Look, Manu was down this week, but we're looking at it like a shock. You know, we're, we're shocked that Manu had a bad game. Um, I still think he's number one because he tons up and he's the number one scorer this year. Number two is Garrick. He had a bit of a wretched game. He, um, you know, made some defensive er- errors and still scored 70. Um, excuse me, just having some puff up. Um, which, you know, is just a, a good thing. He kicks goals. He's in the fullback position. As many fullbacks as you can pick in there is better. Um, look, I'm going to say probably, um, you know, 
Val and Dewey. Unfortunately, some of these other guys in the Panthers and the um, Sharks, who are high flyers, are a bit of a worry. Val had a 35 this week. Um, I think that's abnormal. Don't let... You know, we talk about... um, some of those trades in there where people were chasing points, well, don't be spooked by a bad game because that's his worst game for like eight rounds or something, Val. You know, so Val's still a good option. He had a bad game and it was a 35 and it was a bit of a dour thing. You know, I still think he is one that probably, I'd much rather have a Val at the moment than a Mulatalo. I'll tell you that much. And look, Dewey, 50 points this week which it was a game that I think the Tigers probably underperformed in. Dewey was probably quieter than you expect, but he scored a 50. And that's the thing. If they have a quiet one, then they score 50. It's much better than a, you know, I've got a Talakai had a quiet game and scored a 20. So I, I think that those are my top four probably now. Um, Manu, Garrick, Val, Val or Dewey. Dewey's um, a 5'8". You know, Val is a fullback center wing dual. Garrick is obviously center wing and fullback dual, and so is Manu. So they'd be my tops. Um, if there's any others, I'm sorry that it missed. Probably Corey Oates looks pretty good. It's, yeah, Corey Oates has been scoring very well, I think, over the... You know, that's why he got his origin recall. Let's have a look at Corey Oates. He was up there this week, 79 points. I'm giving you a pod here. Let's have a look at Corey. Where are you, mate? Yeah, look, he's last, oh, he had a 27 last week, didn't he? But 70, 99, 63 before that. And then he was back this week with a 79. So I'm going to say I don't mind Corey Oates either. Um, yeah, look, people are asking me, is Hughes and Tuppany holds? If... We, we It's Sunday night. The round has just happened. I would I say to you, wait and see TLT. You'll get news down and Neurophysio will give you stuff and you'll be able to make an educated choice and it all depends on trades. I'm in chats where people are like, I've only got one trade left. Hughes looks like he's going to be back for the last couple of rounds. I'm absolutely holding and I agree with that. If he was gone for more, like three weeks, four weeks, you might need to make a move, you know, but who to? You're going to, if you go Hughes to DCE, you can get 20 points out of it at the moment. Um, Tappany, I would be tempted to hold. It's a pain management thing, and I wouldn't be surprised with the Raiders season being on the line that he just, you know, pads up and gets out there on a needle and plays because he is an absolute team man. Um, despite, you know, last year's issues with the old wife and everything complaining. He's had a, a ripping year and he's a tough, tough man. And I'd, you know, it might be a week. I think he'd be back in a couple. That's just, you know, I've got no, nothing to base that on. But I think, you know, he's one that you want to get some news. You want to get some news on it. Um, let's have a look in here. Um, <laughs> someone say, let's talk about Val Holmes being extremely lazy this game. I already covered Val. Yes, it's an off game, but it's the first off game he's had in bloody 10 rounds. With one trade left, uh, if I have to, uh, should I trade Tuppany if I have Lolo as cover? No, you shouldn't. Just play Lolo. I'm playing Lolo as my second front rower. And I think Tuppany is a good chance of being back, you know, a week. You know, maybe he's two weeks. And you might as well hold, especially if you've got one trade left. Um Really doubting May, May go, Mayo May going forward with plenty of other good options. Yes, you should be worried um, with May and Targo. Well, Targo not as much over recent times. He was low this game, but there is worries whether the ball's going to get out to them uh, with no Cleary and Luai. What I will say is that if Kickale's back next week, though I hear that it's only a week, he'll be back on that left edge. He'll be a big target, and he he passes. Um, and I think that they'll 
attack more left. So I am still worried about Toor. I am still worried about May and Targo. But I think when Kickout comes back into the team, that's going to be a hell of a lot better for them as well. Tough matchup next week as well, though. So, um, you know, if you're someone like me and you're rocking Mulatalo, if you've got the guts to play Telekai after 25 this week, you are brave and I might still do it but anyway that's my point of view on that um look thanks for listening I'm going to leave it there on questions um hopefully you've had a good round and you're going to see some green arrows I think par is probably going to be you know it was a good scoring round there was lots of popular captains that did well uh, I finished on 1439 I'm winning seven out of my 10 so I think it's only a tiny bit above par um you know I'm going to win and, and get a second bite at the cherry in the ones that I lo- lo- lose. Uh, and hopefully there's going to be some updates as well, and I might jag into an eighth win or something. Hopefully that'll be good. Um, thanks for listening, guys. I'll talk to you again on TLT. Sorry about the song choice. It's a bit heavy. It is a request, um, and I was only going to put it on the TLT podcast because it's a bit of a metal-type song, um, but I haven't had time. I've had a bit of a sore throat, and I haven't had time to record anything else, and it's the only one I've got in the in the backlogs. So enjoy it or hate it. <laughs> this is outrageous, and it's normal. <laughs> I'm going to give it my best go, and I'm only going to release this on the TLT podcast because I don't know if it's going to be any good for a normal podcast. So it's a request. (laughs) Goodness me. Good song, though. Why'd you leave the kids up on the table? Here you go, create another fable. Grab a rush and put a little makeup. I just got to fade away the shakeup. Why'd you leave the kids up on the table? I don't think you trust in my self righteous suicide. I cry when angels deserve to die. Grab a little brush and put a makeup. Hide the skills and fade away their makeup. Why'd you leave the kids up on the table? Here you go, create another fable. Grab a brush and put a little makeup. Hide the skills and fade away their shakeup. Why'd you leave the kids up on the table? I don't think you trust in my self-righteous suicide. I cry. When angels deserve to die in my self-righteous suicide, I cry when angels deserve to die. God. Father, into your hands, why have you forsaken?
taken me. Losing my voice here. Trust in my self-righteous suicide. I cry when angels deserve to die. Self-righteous suicide I cry When angels deserve to die Oh, God. Sorry if that was no good. <laughs> it was a request. I did my best. 